another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Put your dancing shoes on as the queens are going to give us an education on a plethora of dance styles. Now, what exactly the judging criteria was for this challenge? Well, that's up for discussion. Apparently, heart trumps technique. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 3. And here to show us how to flail like their life depends on it. It's Scout's Honor. Why are you? Listen, I have gone from flailing to standing in place and looking somewhat somewhat i don't know what the adjective i'm looking for is but exactly um you're, you, it's not flaily you, anymore you you stand there with confidence yeah i just wear some i just try and wear something big mm-hmm, it makes mm-hmm. me it makes me look, just float look, around look throw like it I'm, around toss it and you're good pick it up put it down put it yeah, around there somewhere. you go there it is. Then boom, you only got 30 seconds left. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, friends, pronunciations. I apologize. It's Italian's fun, but I'm not learning it yet because I'm still working on the Portuguese. And as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality show characters as presented to us. Reality production. We are showing the editing the television show wants to see. We react to what is presented yesterday. Really, people and give them an opportunity to go and tell them to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in the position to be discussed with seven podcasts for entertainment to discuss reality and show. Um Right. You weren't with us last week. Any any thoughts you wanted to share on the Snatch game? I have no thoughts at all. COVID fried my brain. Um, so you didn't have uh, any concerns about um, the person portrayed by Lady Gaga in a film being eliminated? I listen. I'm just gonna. Do you I'm think if she did Gaga as um, Mrs. Gucci, it would have been better? Maybe. I don't. I just don't think you can. It's just not. Just stay away from it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there it is. Let's go back. Just <laughs> see you're gone. Sapatio is sobbing that she can't do this. Girl, it's a game. Or wait, is it guilt? Because you know you should be gone. Right. Love for debate. Like. Sapatio says that Sissy was a reference point for her, and she's out there want- waiting for her. For what? Why? Why should she be waiting for you? What? What? Why? Okay. Why is there something we should know? Layla tells us that Sissy's pool will be flooded as they are all in charge of coming to London. I don't know what that means. We're gonna fuck. Yeah, sounds like it. The girls will pay respect to Silvana as they tell her she sold money once again with another win. And they're not wrong. I mean, tell me how mediocrity is slaying this competition. I'm utterly confused. They're just... Well, there's one girl who's really incredible. And then there's the other girls who they're trying to make feel good. Yeah, something like that. Lashiva says they have gotten this far. No more help from her. She's finished. The stress is here. Welcome to Drag Race. Put the music on so the girls can sissy that walk into the workroom. Do you think they put music on when they did their entrance into the new day? Or do you think they do it in awkward silence? I bet it's the latter. Or like squeaker sneaks and... Yeah. 
Yeah. Squeaker sneaks, sneaker squeaks. Oh my god. It's early. It's okay. Drag queens in the workroom, and this is a La Prada centric episode from the start, and it's obvious why because it's time to say goodbye. I was like, row, row, girl. Yeah, yeah. We will hear Silvana say that La Prada is a very ambiguous character, sometimes sympathetic, sometimes hard. She says the judges are getting it more than they are. What what does that mean? I don't know. Are we being told that she's a terrible human? Because that's apparently what the narrative is this episode. Maybe, maybe she is. Well, Silvana will reveal that she may or may not have had to use her life alert as she took a fall in the shower. Now, I'm not kidding you when she will actually show it to us in confessional. Now, maybe at age 44, bruises are more pronounced, but what the fuck did that bitch do? Jesus Christ, that was huge. Yeah, that was wild. I don't know. Just boom. You hit things the right way. and Like, if that happened to me, I feel like I'm done. I'm like out of the competition. <laughs> you're like take me home just just take me home but i can't do this anymore that's enough about that the alarm sounds and they're going to escort granny sylvie to hear priscilla's message about dancing queens no not abba that's the other franchise <laughs> Melissa is thrilled that she's got a dancing challenge finally while lena is like great you win we can all go back to bed i mean she's not wrong right it's like um well now, I don't know what ha- happened in between the video watching and Priscilla's entrance, but you can peep Sapatio moving from standing next to La Shiva and Silvana. And it's like, did that bitch move positions to stand next to Lena and Melissa in case they had to snag partners for a dancing challenge? Probably. Now, to be fair, her first spot was between Lena and Melissa, but then she moved. Um, though I wish the bitch was forced to stand next to Granny Sylvie. But I mean, let's be real. This show is obsessed with Sapatio, and we will watch her get every advantage possible. Literally. It's wild. Um, also, Sapatio made a surprise appearance in NYC and Lips. She performed at Lips. Wild. I need to see if any of my Lips girls uh, met her and, and just give me all the tea, uh, because that just felt like the most random thing ever. Yeah, how does that how did that happen? How like what do, is the, do, what is what's the I'm gonna go ask a crazy question. Is it possible that international drag artists they're like, I want to go to New York and perform, and they Google and lips is the first thing that pops up? Maybe. Not shading my lips, girls, but like you have the world in New York City of drag options. And lips? Hey, whoever offers you the gig, you know. Says, to be, sure, fair, to, to be fair, Lips is a guaranteed um, money grab because those yeah. bachelorette parties are going to give you money. Period. Um, I watched her video grabbing money from those people this morning. I was like, wow, she made out good. Good for her. Um, can you guess what she wore? I was something ugly. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, Daddy Priscilla reminds them that they are just past the halfway point. If they want to continue in Drag Race Italia, they have to loosen up the tension and have a good time. They will play a little game called One, Two, Three, Star. For their mini challenge, they play a rendition of this game where not only will Priscilla judge who will stop when she stops counting, but also who will have the sexiest pose, a term that is a very loose definition. Very loose. Now, we're going to talk about the specifics of this game and what the equivalent 
of this is in our universe. But first 10 minutes, get into quick drag. I just love that the music to this segment was the can-can. Was this the only free music available that they're like, oh, this will give us a good mood? Right. They just went on the royalty-free website and they were like, all right. And then we shift over to La Prada, who gets her own underscoring, and it is the flower duet by Lille de Lips. Uh, You may not know the song by name, but when you hear it, you know it. Mm-hmm. But after they have her segment, we're back to the can-can. Now, I know you very well, and I know you are someone who loves to get ready last minute. If you had the can-can playing, would that motivate you to get ready quicker? No, I'd be so confused. I'd be like, why is this blasting? Why are you doing this? Well, it's going to happen next time um, I see you and we're getting ready to do something. Right. Um, Play the clown music over it. Yeah, the Benny Hill theme song? No, what's the other March of the, the one? You know, the clown music. Yeah. What the hell is that? It's March. It's not March. Know. Um, the girls finish their quick drag as it's time for a schoolyard game. Now, before they start, there are rules that Priscilla will ask them to respect. First, when she stops counting, they must be as motionless as statues, but also make it sensual. They will be stuck in that pose for as long as Priscilla wants. Sound familiar? Like a game called, I don't know, Red Light, Green Light? The infamous game most notably played on Squid Game and now Squid Game the Challenge. It's like, essentially what they're playing. What are the odds? Now, are they doing it for seven hours in frigid temperatures and hard conditions? Who's to say? Well, I mean, sounds like a drag race workroom. Have you watched uh, Squid Game the Challenge? I have not. What are you waiting for? The new episodes have just dropped. I've not watched it. I'm not spoiling anybody, but oh my god, I can't wait to see how this cliffhanger ends. I what Netflix kicked me mm-hmm. out of my mom's account, and I'm not making my own. So. <gasps> how rude! That's not fair. They're not getting my money. They're not getting my money by kicking me off of my mom's account. I think you need to watch it because it's very, very, very good television. Once I get um, Netflix again, then I'll. I've got a. Okay. Y'all have a big backlog. Yeah, but apparently um, it's now come out that the filming dish conditions to play the first game, which was Red, Red, Red Light, yeah. Green Light, took seven hours. Yeah, I've And seen. there are people now suing for bodily damage, and I'm like, oh, God. Right. Good times. Good times. All right, well, the game is on. First player out for not being sexy enough is Shocker, La Prada. Yeah, that face that she doesn't know how to do sexy um, is kind of wild that she doesn't know how to do sexy because I feel like she would be the weekend pass around bottom in Milan. Not the pass. Oh, my God. What? Am I wrong? This poor girl. First, she has to watch herself get eliminated. Now she has to get, listen to herself get called a pass around party bottom. I mean, oh, come on. Leave the girl. Let you were her, that one once upon a time. Never. Rue never. never. Rue Let's never. play again. And this time we will see Layla with her ass out. But Silvana is like, that's just not sexy. Even when she's trying to give youth in that um, latex dress and pink hair, Silvana is just not working out. And maybe she saved her because her um, butt hurt. Maybe. Literally. It's just like a sympathy we go again, and this time Lena is on all fours. And the fact that Priscilla almost had the nerve to tell me that wasn't sexy or hot was offensive. Like, that's how she will be when we spend a night together. Right. 
Layla's this round will this. knock out Layla, who is told she looks like a sea urchin. Have you ever been compared to a nautical creature before, Squidward? Squidward, right. <laughs> right. No, I don't think so. Pull back to the flailing. Uh, time to play. Oh, and this time oh. we have to say bye-bye to Lena, who looks like she's pooping. Excuse me. But she says you can't see her vibrator. I mean, she's witty. But right. the shock she's here is her, her wit will keep her in. As Priscilla says, you know, I call you, you. Go back to the start. Right. I didn't know that was part of the rules. Is that just something Priscilla decided to do? Was the game yeah, she's just, she's just making it up as it goes on. Mm -hmm. She got producers in her ears being like, we need five more minutes, five more minutes. We need ten more minutes of footage. With four left, we have Lena with her finger in her mouth, but this time it's not going to cut it. She is out. Um, and apparently that finger is what was from the previous pose. Right. But she couldn't say that on television. My, they're testing our fire alarms. Yeah. Three in, and we see that Melissa shuffle and keep moving. She blames it on her Brazilian baggage. Do you have Brazilian baggage yet? Not Brazilian. No, no, you haven't gotten a butt left yet? No. Okay. They'll be out of style soon anyways. Not the alarm. Oh, my God. Can you hear I that? can't hear it. You're fine. You're good. Oh, wow. Come on, Zoom background noise the suppressor, suppressor suppression there, there you go we have sapatio and verse la shiva at the top la shiva will tumble down her sensual smile will save her and not the one on her face daddy priscilla is really really testing us here yeah we go again and sapatio is running up the stairs as la shiva gives porno on the floor and to make things wild priscilla sends the back to the start again they will pose, and Lashiva will hold her privates as Sapatio is allegedly funny. I don't know what was funny about it, but apparently she was. Apparently. She did something. Will this be one of the last rounds? Well, Sapatio is up the stairs, gives Priscilla a jump scare while Lashiva is rolling around again. Alas, the game's not over. In the final round, Sapatio is up the stairs as the ultimate drag queen, and this is why we can't have nice things, as we reward the bitch wearing a sequin sack. Oof. I guess, I mean, yeah, she, you know, ran. She did. She really, really wanted to win. She wanted and that. She's getting a pin. And an she's advantage. like, listen, I know I can win with many challenge wins. First, before we learn what this advantage is, Kiara is there with a hunk of a man. I would do terrible things to that boy. You say that about every single person who walks into this workroom. No, not all of them. Maybe like one of them. 89%. That's fine. That's fine. Listen, if you're going to hit, show me hunks of men on my television screen, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Sabatio reminds the room that she has three mini challenges wins, which is wild, but alas, what is it to do with anything? Nothing. Okay. Maybe a crown. Maybe. Time to discuss the maxi challenge. Priscilla reveals that they will be turned into dancing drag queens. Welcome to the rhythm of drag. They will each have to choose a dance style. Now, before we reveal the styles and everything... If you were in the workroom and RuPaul said, all right, it's a dance challenge where you're not doing it as a group, it's individual, um, would you quit on the spot? I, I wouldn't quit on the spot, but I would be. You'd have your bags packed. I'd feel good for the other girls. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Sparta's advantage will be picking the dance style first. So let's get that sexy boy out there who has stretch bands all over his body with various dance 
choices to pick. Um, do you think some of them decided to pick what was going to be closer to the crotch to be able to see things? Maybe. I didn't even I know what half of these things did. were. So. Well, let's talk about it. Sapatia will tell us she's going with Tango and give us a history lesson that I have not corroborated that Tango was born as a two-man dance. She wants to take that concept to the stage. Have you ever heard that Tango was a two-man dance? No. Why, if that is true, do all these fucking homophobes out there like hate man-on-man things? Well, because they haven't heard that. Well, let's make every <laughs> no one's heard it. Now, from here, Sapario still has an advantage as she will get to pick the order of who picks next. Do you think this power is going a little too far? Yeah, I think it probably should have been like a, like you pick the next person and they pick the next person. Right, which is how most of the time works. But again, this is Drag Race Italia. They do things their own way. Yeah. Now, Lena will go with Salsa, who says never too much flavor as her head is in the pick crew member's crotch, which is why I think she went with Salsa, so she had to take it and see it. Mm-hmm. Lashiva will select Swing. She likes the aesthetic and costumes of the 30s and 40s. Check back on that line when we get to the challenge. Right, I'm... she just Sylvan... made a flip on the spot. She didn't really think she didn't think they, no. were, they, they were going to ask why. She was like, "No, uh, uh, uh." Silvana will go with bachata, which I didn't know what it was, but it is a dance with origins in the Dominican Republic. Sure. And also, this is where Silvana will do a spiel that she was a virgin, and somehow will get a kiss from Priscilla. Can you explain it for us? Has a host ever kissed a contestant before? I don't think so. I mean, obviously, Rue slapped a contestant. contestant. I mean, in some universes, kisses and slaps are the same. Right. It was just uncomfortable. I didn't know. I did not know what was happening. Yeah. Do you think that I need to play that game of like, oh, I'm a virgin. No one's ever kissed me to get a twin Never to kiss been me? kissed. Do you think that'll work? Should I try that hey, angle now? Might as well. Why not? Peggy next is La Prada, who goes with the Viennese waltz, as she has never been to Vienna, because that's a great reason to pick it. Why would you say that? Melissa picks next, and duh, it's hip-hop. Saw that one coming. And finally, picking last and left with a dance that I was like, what? It's Layla who will go with Sertaki. And if you're like, what is that? It is the Greek dance. And why this is included in this challenge? Couldn't tell you, but it's fun. Uh, Yeah, I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this Sertaki? Nope. Have you seen it before? I guess I have now that yeah. I like I've yeah. seen it on the show. So but is it safe to say that Drag Race is educating us, even though we don't want to admit it? Yeah, a little bit. Every now and then I learn something. Thanks, Drag Race. Scouty, which dance would you have selected? I don't fucking know. Come on, pick one. Let's pick one. Let's go. Probably the waltz. All right. Who, who wants to teach Scout how to Viennese waltz? Anyone? Any takers? Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Someone. Dancing with the drag stars. This, yeah, this is. I don't know. Also, they really just are. I feel like they just. Miss Layla is just there, getting the scraps from all the other girls. She they is. don't. She they is. do not. They, they don't not care a fan for her. of her. Now we're going to discuss the fallout from the strategy later, but 
What did you think of Sapario's way of picking the queens? I didn't. I was. I didn't know. Okay. Neither did I. And I, I have some theories that we'll discuss when we get her explanation later. But joining the judges' table will be choreographer Veronica Paparini and dancer Andreas Mueller. Who are they? Yes. Sure. They are partners. I can tell you that. They're expecting twins if you Google them. But do you want to know what I then learned? She's a cougar. Love she that. is 52 and he is 27. Yeah. Good for her. That's kind of crazy. Do you think he was a former student? Probably. I think so. I think so. That's All right, crazy. it's time to get out of quick drag and into talking about the challenge. Now, before we discuss, maybe I didn't notice before, but did you see that La Prada has a tattoo of a cat on her shoulder? <laughs> I didn't. Not just any feline, but a man cat, like from the musical Cats. Yeah, I did not catch that. What tattoo from a musical would you get? I've considered a Pippin tattoo before. Shut up, you fucking homosexual. What would yeah. it say? Corner of the sky? Right I don't know. Ass? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't actually know like what I would get. I just know that I would like... I think mean, if so I would get one from a no, musical... No, 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 no. Here it is. You're getting a tramp stamp of magic to do. No. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe got magic I, to do. I don't know. I think I just not to like. Maybe I'd get something from a Sondheim musical now that he's gone yeah. and can't can't say anything that might make me regret. I'm listening as I go to sleep, so it's. I'm listening to Barbara Streisand's memoir. Um, did you know that? He was potentially a going to be the um, lyric writer for, or the music writer for Funny Girl, but he decided he wanted the next musical he wrote. He wanted to do both music and lyrics. Oh, no, I didn't. And she was disappointed that she never got to work with Stephen Sondheim in that capacity. That's crazy that they right never did. That's like really wild. Now let's talk about La Prada. She says she's nervous for Sapatio's tango, as the two men thing is a cool idea. Talk to me after you've seen it. Oi. La Prada is excited to show what she can do, even if it's not much. Way to boost yourself. Now, Melissa says that there's not much to do as Brazilian blood doesn't lie. Is that like Brazilian code for I don't have to get ready, I stay ready because I'm a dancer? Right. She's like, she like I've, she's like, I will be teaching the, the dancer my his own dance. Like, we don't need a choreographer. Literally. Well, we're going to go cut to an acting moment between Chiara and our old friend Momo Sacchetti, our choreographer. Do you think he got paid to do bad acting with Chiara? Like, I would have asked for double my booking fee to embarrass myself like that. I don't know. Essentially, it's all to tell us the first dance is crucial and to find out how Chiara's girls are about to behave. The scene lands us to the random room in the studio that is very big, very bright, and I want to know where it's located. I maybe the next lot over. It just seems like a waste of space. Yeah, I don't know. Also, the setup looks like it's trying to be a dance studio, but why are there fucking beanbag chairs? Make it make sense. Listen, I love a good beanbag chair. So. I know you do. I mean, that's the only reason why you would go into an office. 
Yeah, now they don't have. They got rid of my beanbag. So why? I don't know. Corporate. What do they replace them with? Nothing. They just got rid of them. What Corporate. do you sit on on the floor? I have to sit at my desk <gasps> in a chair. Ew, yeah. No. no, rude. Never. Truly, oh, okay. it's truly disappointing. It's been. It's been a. That's why I don't go in anymore. That's fair. It's time to see the girls practice their dances. As an, an untrained dancer myself, sure, we're gonna right. just talk. Somehow the conversation will be about balls and tucking, and Kiara is just crazy. Do you think she just strings words along and hopes it makes a sentence? One hundred percent. Yeah, she's just there for the vibes. We will start with Melissa and her hip hop, and she gets to get down with one of Momo's dancers. Now, I don't know where in the filming day this was, how much <laughs> practice they had had, but I'm sorry. The challenge was over at this moment. Are you serious? Right. She got a gift. Yeah. Momo says it was very high level as Melissa notes that she is super focused on the choreography. You have to imagine that they all like practiced like an eight count and said, all right, do this for the camera. Then you go learn everything later. Yeah, they're like, all right, here's your little bit, and here's your little bit. You're going home later, so we're going to give you a little extra time. <laughs> Next up is Sapatio. The man dancing with her is so tiny comparatively. Also, little the fact tiny, that they are teeny, feeding, tiny. feeding me the bullshit that Sapatio is amazing. Isn't this the bitch who couldn't dance a few weeks ago? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She They couldn't find her a six-foot dancer? I don't know. They could find have... one six foot man in Italy that can dance. Honestly, that that might be tough. Uh, let's be real. Let's be real. They <laughs> found one for their show as a queen. That's true. That is true. We will have instruction for Sapatio that our partner needs to hold his hand well since he's the porter, which I think means lead. Uh, so he's got to lean on her. Prada is ready to show us what a lanky bitch can do. She is not a ballerina of any sort, but a bottom. She can bottom well. Sure. Yeah. Lashiva will tell us that it looks more like a polka than the Viennese waltz. And I guess we're going to take her word for it. Because, like, I know what a polka is. And that was not a polka. <laughs> but I would like to make mention that in this moment, we will meet the blonde dancer. I cannot find his name anywhere. <laughs> but call me. Let's get married. I will sacrifice Lena Galore for you. <laughs> A new challenger enters the ring. Yes. Silvana and her bruise will arrive and with the band on her head and Kiara will have complete joy saying, she looks like Mr. Miyagi. I mean, you can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. Wax on, wax off. And the dance was not on. It was off. We will start to swing with Lashiva, who looks like your drunk aunt at the wedding who thinks they can cut a rug, but still, they're really just three sheets to the wind. Yeah, just gone. Yeah. Now we will have Lena, who Layla will call meh in order to push a certain storyline forward this episode. <laughs> I think she was hot, and if she would like to grind up a meat, the blonde boy can take a break. Right. I, I mean, listen, I know very basic salsa simply from watching Dancing with the Stars. So clearly I'm an expert somewhere. Um, but it wasn't bad, right? No, it wasn't terrible. Okay. okay. Now straight from Papanese, see, 
Layla is going to get her Greek on and the follow up single from Missy Elliott. Getcha, 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 getcha Greek on. Getcha, right. Now, on a second watch, it all made more sense what this dance was, but Zorba the Greek was in the house. Layla is a dancer and she was supposed to be the main competitor for Melissa in this challenge. She is told that the Sirtaki is a really hard dance, but she made it look easy. Um, and listen, blonde boy, if you want to teach me how to Sirtaki, well, let's do it. Right. It looked really easy. Is it? Do you think it is easy? Because I feel like I could like walk in a line. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, probably. There's probably more to it than I'm assuming there is, but. Yeah. Well, the time is up. The music stopped. The segment's over. What did we learn? I don't fucking know. Why was this here? Hill time. That's why they kept sending the girls back to the start. They were like, we got we got contracted for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Very we strange. We gotta fill this. All right. Well, it's time to hit the dance floor as it's elimination day. The girls will dance on in with Lashiva just moping in the back as usual. She does not <laughs> like coordinated entrances. No. She's like, girls this is weird stop this you're embarrassing yourself we're professionals lena will mention that the room is practically empty now that they're halfway through are they shitting themselves well let's give melissa a vulnerability arc as she says yes because she doesn't know what to expect as it's been very difficult as they're very different they're all good she says she's a little anxious in her head she knows that she's that bitch though Uh, uh, i'm that bitch on that bitch. I mean, I I guess you gotta have a little humility, but like, come on, Melissa, we're not buying it. We know you are the best. So don't tell us you're fucking scared at all. They were like, they're behind the camera, like, hey, hey, girl, can you yeah. you show a little? Just be, oh, I'm scared. Yeah, you're gonna win today. So, don't worry, girl. Silvana will say she's not nervous as Bebo and Momo have prepared her well, and I'm I don't know who Bebo is because I thought I found somewhere else that the guy's name is Marky or something, whatever. Um, though if Blonde Boy's name is Bebo, I'm I'm I, I don't think I could do that. I can't do that one. Right. I can't do that. No, sorry. But she says she's winning this challenge and then gives us a face because she knows she's really not. At least she's in on the joke. Right. At least she's now the conversation will take an interesting turn. Sapatio will say that they have to play the game, to which Silvana says you have to play it in a healthy way. So let's talk about the dance choices. Lena says that there are people who have been played strategy by choosing a style that is inclined to what they usually do and puts them in less trouble. Sapario will ask if there is anyone using strategy and she will reveal that she wanted to protect the people who are less strong in dance. And she will call out Layla as the professional dancer who would have done the same in any style. So based on that logic, she's saying the worst dancer in the room <laughs> is Lena Galore. I guess. Okay. Maybe. Layla says that those who got to choose are staying quiet and playing well while she is pooping in her pants. Now, Sapatio will call out someone who has already left and somebody who is still there as they are planning something. And it's like, okay, go on. All eyes are on La Prada, who has allegedly been playing strategy. Do I need to go back in my notes to discover said strategy? Was this just here to have a goodbye storyline? Like, I don't understand what we're talking about. Yeah, they were just like, listen, uh, we got to make it seem like uh, 
Now, once again, to go home. the Shiva is going to stir shit up. She says that she took Priscilla's advice the other day. She wants to sell, tell some people, specific people, Melissa, Silvana, Leila, Sapari, and Lena specifically, that she and La Prada didn't get on as a character issue while thanking the others for helping get something out of her that never comes out, which is asking for help, which she finds as a weakness. She says that asking for help makes you stronger rather than putting up a wall. Now, I got to say, why call the girl out? Like, she is the literal only one to not have been included by name. All right. Sometimes you keep your inside thoughts in. This did not make Lashiva look or sound good as it made her seem like an antagonist while attempting to have a heartfelt moment. Yeah. Right. Hey, what would you do if you were La Prada? I I probably buy back, but you know, I'm just like that. I mean, she was totally taken aback there. She didn't know what to do or what to yeah. say. I don't know. Lashiva will say to La Prada that Melissa knows her well, and when people don't square her, she has to stay away. She says she finds her very strategic and fake. When? In general. So I po- suppose that's why she got read for being two-faced in the reading challenge last week. I guess. Because it happened multiple times be- between the girls. Now, Melissa will tell us that in one way that Lashiva is right for saying Laprada is fake, though she wouldn't use that word, she'd use strategic. But she says that Laprada knew what to do when she left home to get to the finals. Scout, you've watched Drag Race before. Once or twice. Isn't that the point of Drag Race? Uh, usually. Okay, okay. Keep, uh, most of the time. So they're mad at her for preparing. For being ready. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. La Prada will attempt to defend herself by saying that she is a little complicated. She will apologize that if by the third episode that there was a sorority among them, she says that she has been hurt by friendships in the past. So basically, she's now saying that y'all are a clique and you didn't include me. Yeah. She mentions that in her old group of friends, they told her that they talked about her in a WhatsApp group. It killed her, and she says she felt like a really dumb clown. She says that that pain is something she doesn't want to feel again. She likes being with her things and with herself. If she's anxious or stressed, she gets a little gets a little physical or vocal warm-up going that maybe if she's not feeling great, others will make her look like she doesn't want to have interactions. Lena says she only sees certain things and that people around her are persuading her that it is her. Okay. Silvana claims that sometimes staying out of the way can be part of a strategy. Being sneaky, sneaky can fuck someone else up. Sure. Are you following along? No. Neither am I. Not at all. This felt weird once again, but now <laughs> seeing a second altercation with Lashiva. I have to call her out for being the strategic one. She is getting into people's heads in a more combative way than, say, Dee Delicious may or may not have on Drag Race UK. Yeah. Either way, it's not a cute look. No, she looks... I mean, again, I think that... I think there's something also, like, it happens frequently on Drag Race where there's, like, a girl who's been in it for a while who looks at a girl who's been doing it for a minute, and it's like... Starts to project some things. Because it's two times she's accused Queens of playing a strategy that she doesn't like. Yeah, and it's just she's just mad she didn't think of it first. 
but what is that's the problem here like you know we have shit on la prada all season long so yeah. i'm not trying to defend her because i'm a stan of her i'm just utterly confused because it didn't make sense as a like if this happened two weeks ago fine but to know that this is the elimination episode it all felt like well we don't have anything to talk about so let's try to make some shit up right jump on jump on the poor girl in the corner I almost wish like there wasn't a backstory or something. And they talked about like partners or something like have a positive conversation. Could have done. There's literally so many things you could talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about who, if you like sausage or meatballs better, or if you can Uh, have them together. Right. Um, Anyone with clarity on the situation, please provide. Um, But again, the fact that this all stemmed from the person who actually played a strategy and did not have to get called out for said strategy, Sapario, right. was wild to me. Yeah. Do you think she did the right strategy in the picking? Because I think she should have picked Melissa first and got whatever the, what she wanted out of the way and let things be a little easier later on for everybody. Yeah, else. probably. I don't know. Um. Can't wait to see you do your beanies, Walt. <laughs> right. Do you think your um your lover can teach you? Is he good at dancing? Um, he was a theater kid. Probably knows something. <gasps> oh my god, he can do a beanies waltz with you. That would be perfect. Right. What song do you want to dance to? I don't know. What? What? I'm sure there's like a Gaga song that can do sure beanies waltz too. Then they do a waltz to Bad Romance and probably Moulin Rouge. Probably. All right, let's head to the ballroom. Huh? Priscilla is giving us angel realness with that sparkling white look and that flapping fabric in the wind. If only it had more structure, I would have cut it. Yeah, it looked good at first. When she was walking, then she stands still, and then it's like, oh. it's like yeah, limp like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Our judges include Chiara Francini, who is wearing a headpiece of blue butterflies. We have Paolo Camilli, and then sitting in for Paoletti are the dancers Andreas Mueller and Veronica Paparini. And you can tell that they put Andreas next to Priscilla, thus she can hit on him the entire time. I mean, we would too. Uh Uh-huh. I'd be like, put him next to me. As we talk about the dances, we are going to pretend that we are judges on Dancing with the Stars. So we will score our dancers from one to ten with no half points. Okay, no half points. No half points. Before we talk about it, I'm just going to say, I don't get this challenge. It was... What were the rules? Survive. I don't quite grasp what they were looking for because the inconsistencies were insane. Yeah. Let's start. Melissa being kitty, hip hop. She looked so fucking hot and she was so much in line with the dancer. You could have fooled me that she wasn't a pro. I think she had the right attitude. Could she have had a little more expression in the face? Sure, but it is hip hop. So it's supposed to have a little bit of a angst to it. A little bit. Um, should the challenge have just been over? Should they just called it a night after she performed? Literally, I was like, "Why?" Like the other girls are probably just like, "Oh, oh, she's." I'm gonna give her a part. ten. Yeah, ten. Tens across the board. Next up is Sapatio doing the tango. 
I'm sorry, but this was cringe. Like I said, I'm not a dancer, but I've watched enough Dancing with the Stars to know that form was not there. The knees were bent far too much, and I think that was due to the height difference. There was no sensuality or expression to sell the dance, and she had her partner do so much work while she stood there. Sure, that lift was cool, but the literal drag that happened, it wasn't good. It didn't look good. Nothing looked good. It looked awkward. Yeah, it was very clumsy. This was one of those, well, you felt it and you were passionate, so good job for you. I would not have been so kind, but... I'm going to give her a five. Yeah, four. La Prada, doing the Viennese waltz. Okay, she looks stunning. I don't know what happened, but the gown was remarkable, the hair was great, and the makeup was a moment. Why did she not do this during a runway? I think it was a very lovely dance and she played into the camp maybe a bit too much. There wasn't a lot of content compared to someone like Melissa, but what was present was strong and her lift, unlike the one Sapario did, was excellent. Yeah. It was very, very clean. Why did she have tiramisu on her head? (laughs) I don't know. Do you Um... think she borrowed that from Kiara? Or do you think Kiara asked for it afterwards? Kara probably was like, all right, leave it. Leave it Do in you the think room. She got eliminated for wearing a weird fascinator. Right. She's like, <laughs> only one of us. There's only room for one of us. I want Tiramisu now. I love Tiramisu. Why are they called lady fingers? No, it's soft and delicate. There it is. I'll give La Prada an eight. Uh, yeah, I'll agree. I'll give her an eight. Savannah de la Manana, Bashada. How many tropical birds had to die for that skirt? <laughs> I was it. Yeah, it was wild. This was another cringe performance, and you cannot tell me she didn't deserve to be in the bottom. I don't care how fun she is, but she is being favorited. I guess she got a pass for the rump bump. Also, notice that they did not show a lot of her feet work because it was ineffective and incorrect. Yeah, very. It was. Not good. She was worse than Sapatio. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I'll give her four. I'll say three. La Shiva doing swing. Now, remember when I mentioned that she said she loved the costumes of the 30s and 40s and then gives you disco? Again, she just she panicked. She didn't know what to say. There was some good content and a lot of fun swing elements. She was very staccato in her delivery. A lot of stopping and starting. It was fine. Nothing to write home about. I'm going to forget about it. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like she met the expectations. Yeah, I'll give her a six. Yeah, I'll give her a six. Lately on doing a sartaki. The bitch got me to want to watch all more videos of this on YouTube. Like, I think this was so fun. I think she was robbed of the top placement, even though her runway was mediocre. She had such conviction and fun and worked symbiotically with her partner. What sucked was the clapping. Now, I don't know if they had different music in the room. Yeah. But when we got to the edit, the judges were so off. Like, you want to mock white people and their inability to keep in rhythm? That was bad. Yeah, I was very confused. I was like, what? I, if that was what was happening over to the same music in the room at the same time, I would have been upset. I would have been literally upset. 
Um, then like... the break dancing into the split, I guess she was like, I want to do drag. And that's maybe why she didn't get in the top. I don't know. I'll give her a nine. E... I'll give her an eight. All right. All right. Lena Galore doing salsa. Latin dances have a lot more freedom and structure. And when it comes to sensuality, Lena had it. Did she go as hard as her partner in the duo moments? No. Was she bad? Not a chance. I think she sold it and it was certainly decent enough to be safe. Maybe she needed a bit more hip action, which I can totally help her out with. Right. Now the salsa at the end, it looked like ketchup and was disgusting. It had to have been ketchup. It was disgusting. Is that what Italian salsa looks like? I don't know. I've never been to Italy to have Mexican food. I don't think you do that, do you? That's insane. It was disgusting. Where yeah, did she hide it? Like... Uh, I'm not even kidding. Um, I'm going to give her a seven. Uh, Yeah, seven. Okay, well, clearly our votes do not matter because they do not align with anything that happened. Except for Melissa. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the runway? Let's go. Now, I'm just going to preface this. You know that we always do fun little punny thing when we do the the, the tooting and booting right mm-hmm. this one is especially for you okay oh boy category is shine bright like a diamond in honor of the runway we will play la diamond or electrobionic right <laughs> nasty work uh we only have two winners i had to go with electrobionic it's fine right now, before we get into it also, perhaps my definition of what a diamond is is not what theirs is. Maybe their prompt was sparkle or jewel or something runway, pretty bright, this glistening. very much feels like uh, they changed it when they... This very much just feels like the prompt did not say diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, they were lacking diamonds, baby. Sparkle, shine, shimmer. I'm sure one of those words... So one of those verbs was in there, but we'll talk about the lack of diamonds as we go through it, but I'm not going to judge that heavily because of the diamonds. Cause I feel like no one got it. Yeah. It was, there was a couple of, eventually I was like, okay, something's up here. This doesn't, this isn't tracking. And also the fact that they didn't say it shine bright, like a diamond is really, really missed opportunity. Right. How did they not do that? <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of La Diamond, La Shiva, look by La Diamond, headpiece by La Diamond. This was so poorly proportioned. She looked like a fucking little salami toe being shoved into a sock. I think the balance of silver and gold were battling it out. I cannot believe the usage of the silver trim and how poorly it was constructed on the bodice. The white hair did absolutely nothing to elevate the look. I would have prepared a black wig. Maybe metallic was her prompt. It just was not working. And I like the silver eye makeup. It just got lost in the business of the headpiece. I cannot believe I am destroying a look made by... La Diamond. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of all over. I, I appreciate the direction that it was going. I definitely see the vision. I just don't think it quite got there. It's she's like a little, a lot little going potato. On. Yeah, she that, that's yeah, she looks like a baked potato getting ready to I'll go. I'll give in the her oven. I will give her an electrobionic. <laughs> electrobionic. 
Audience, 67% of the Diamond, 33% Electrobionic. Melissa Bianchini, look by Melissa and Vanessa Van Cartier, Jewels by Astrolabs. Are you serious? Well, this is what nude illusion dreams are made of. She has a lot of clear stones, so the diamond criteria is there. The blue is such a brilliant color on her. The mesh nude diamond bodysuit looked like it was painted on her. She is stoned for filth and that mug. She's giving you Parisian showgirl that goes to carnival. Oh my God, this was exceptional. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about when I said wear something big. This is what I do. So I was obsessed with this. It's so pretty. And then she just looks so good. I, mean, I know she looked 10 times better under the like studio lights. And she already looked incredible on TV. So, I mean, just A+. Plus. Andreas says, she coming from good. hip-hop, he's sure he knows where there's talent and where there isn't. He says, in her case, there is so much. He says, because it's still a discipline that's already complicated in itself, but not so much as a technical level as at the level level of credibility in what she did. He says, it's so much harder if you have to do it in heels. Veronica says she found her very feminine in what she was doing because it's true that there's a lot of strength and a lot of groove, but at the same time, there's so much femininity. She says she's really cool. I'm assuming Veronica didn't know she was trans, but shh. Right. Melissa will thank her because she was born as a dancing queen, so hearing her words means so much as she admires her. I will give her a full-on La Diamond. Yeah, La Diamond. Audience, 94% La Diamond, 6% Electrobionic. Sean Gillen, fuck off. I can't believe you didn't vote toot here. Love you. Silvana de la Manana, no designers listed. Um, okay, so she called up her friend Sharon from Drag Race España and said, I'm going to try to cosplay as you, but it's not going to be good at all. This gown was not meant for her or her body. The slit is not flattering. The hair is absolutely not meant for her. And this makeup, I do not know what universe she was thinking. That wisp of a lash on the side made her look like a disco diva. The necklace was not the right size for the bust line. There is nothing redeeming about this look. I cannot believe her sisters allowed her on stage like this. Even the presentation was giving terrible. This wig is... Of a questionable texture for yeah. her. It's a brillo powder. That's I, nothing about this is good. No. There's no like it. She probably does this once a week too. She probably this is probably part of her her act too. She has this she has this dress, has this wig, has this outfit, and she goes out and does some by the Supremes. Yeah. It's not. It's not good. Andreas will confirm she had an accident and says that the walk and everything she's done, if she hadn't told him she had an accident, he wouldn't have noticed that she played it well as she has done it for herself and has been professional. Giada says she beat her ass to the ground, but falling makes her ass harder. She says the runway too, period. She says even when she was running away for a moment, maybe because it was just an interpretation of this lady, a little tired at the end of the night, it was always exhilarating. Wow, free pass. It's Electrobionic. Electrobionic. Audience, 33% La Diamond, 67% Electrobionic. La Prada, looking here by, you guessed it, La Prada. Tell me you're a baby drag queen without telling me you're a baby drag queen. Maybe she got the fabric imported from Spandex House in New York City. Listen, the silhouette is fine. The material is giving me a headache because I can tell you at least 10 bitches who have a costume in that fucking fabric, so the originality is lacking. 
With a look like this, blue eyeshadow is giving full-on hooker, and with such a flat and clean silhouette, the flat hair does not balance it out. It needed a drag wig. Styling and storytelling are her downfall, and once again, trying to use a reference hurt her. That being said, it's better than some of the other bitches out there. Yeah, it's not like... I can't really find any like major like technical issues with it. Like It's well-made. It's well-constructed. It looks yeah. good on her. It's just not thrilling it's not really exciting it's just but i definitely agree with about the wig it needed like something big kiana yeah. says that both in regards to the choice of the dance and the runway there is always the need to convey a message and in the runway she brought the flag of italy with the dress that seems that she remembers a coat of armani but says there is always a need to insert an element that goes to transmit the message which is fundamental to her and is part of her style Paolo says, as far as the dance challenge is concerned, he found her very graceful, ironic, and felt she was she wanted to be a little too ironic looking at them as she played with the audience too much. He says it weakened the relationship with the partner a bit. So is that the challenge to actually do ballroom? Right. Not drag? Okay. Um, I'm going to give this look a soft La Diamond. Yeah. I'll do the same. Audience, 75% La Diamond, 25% Electrobionic. Sapatio. No design is listed. I quit. Like, literally, didn't she fucking wear something like this in the Rusical? Uh, she got caught up in the tinsel curtain and had it taken off. And then when she did take it off, she gave you an attempt at a Studio 54 fantasy. I think my problem is the cat suit is not flattering with the lack of body. It not only needed a belt to shape it, but to break up the silver. And then the cutouts. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there was a rhyme or reason for any of it, but it simply did not work. You want to have ass cutouts and stars do that. But then having random spots, it took any semblance of cohesion, especially when you have them in nude. And then have random bits of black cutouts under the armpits. This was terrible. I... Yeah, again, this kind of same thing of like I kind of got what, where she was going, and I kind of like understood like where she was headed for, but um, I didn't get that. Also, did she just only like pack little like head wraps in a Ziploc bag? I guess that's her drag. Uh, I did not. Paolo says, "Welcome back." As he enjoyed the outfit, a lot of inspired by the fringe coat that Valentino made for Duelipa. He says it illuminated the entire runway. He says in the dance challenge, it was passionate, intense, and musical. He says it was a real deal with the partner. And Sabadia will start to cry as Paolo asks if she's touched. She is. Andreas says that often in their world, the physique is something that you pay a great deal of attention to, and it's also very schematic. He says she managed to give value to her body, saying she's got a security that's inevitable. Um. So basically, they said, you're a big girl and you still look good. I'm giving this look an electrobionic. Yeah, same. Audience, you are very kind. 47% on diamond, 53% electrobionic. Lena Galore, look by Shayla Shine and Roxy Pagale, headpiece by Diego Satia and Valentin Zaffarini. I'm really thinking that this challenge was more gemstone inspired because she is giving you sapphire. I mm -hmm. love the play of the velvet with the feathers. This is a very expensive look. It's not her best. I wish the gloves reached the sleeve. I do appreciate the bold appreciate the bold yellow hair as it does bring it to a place of drag. But for Lena, this is a safe look. Yeah, I think 
yeah again this this is one of those ones where i'm like it must have been like sparkle or shine or something because like it does it does like she's got a lot of like you know things on there that do reflect light and whatnot she looks good um it definitely feels like maybe she just had this outfit and wanted to bring it and yeah which you know hey Veronica will say she is very styling on the runway and hip shot in the driveway when she passed by. She says she has beautiful hair and like the color matching the color of her costume. She says in the salsa she would have given a little more. She tells her to shake her booty a little more. Priscilla tells her she was a little slow in the salsa and she asks what her impression or was there something that scared her a little bit. Lena says she actually had the time of her life and had the feeling that her partner Mirko had fun with her too. Veronica will tell her that's fundamental because if she had fun, that's the most important thing. The emo- the important thing is that one feels good about what they do. That's not a critique. So tell me how this critique landed her in the bottom. They don't really understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the look is La Diamond. Yeah, La Diamond. Audience, 80% La Diamond, 20% Electrobionic. Layla Yarn, look by Andrea Cerminti, hair by Amnesia Wigs. Silver and gold do not always work as a pair, and this is, again, more proof of that. She is trying so hard to give you 1920s flapper fantasy, but the styling is just out of control. First off, the gray tights, not an excuse for a white queen. You can't, that's no, not okay. I think she does succeed when it comes to dripping in diamonds. It's very sensual. I personally wish she had a blonde or a white wig. The black here was way too dark for the rest of the look. And the lack of brows, it did melt into that vintage cabaret style, so she can get a bit of a pass, but no pass for the dark line lip. That was far too drastic for her face. It was, yeah, there's too much going on on this. It's like, definitely, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's that drag thing where she put something on, and then she put another thing on, and she put more things on, and then she was like, all right, that's one more thing that we'll do, and then then we'll go out, and then, then we put the necklace on too, and then it's just like, all right, girl. Thank you. It's almost I like she was you. contractually obligated to wear everybody's stuff. Literally. I'll give it a soft La Diamond, like right on the line. Yeah, it's very 50-50, but I'll agree with you. So close, though. Audience, 40% La Diamond, 60% Electrobionic. Now, it will be revealed that La Shiva and Leila Yarn will be saved, meaning La Prada, Lina Galore, Melissa Bianchini, Zapario, Silvana de la Manana are safe. Do you agree? Yeah, no, no. I understand maybe Layla's look dropped her down to safe. Yeah. But her dance was number two. Yeah. Sapario should have been in the bottom. Lena should have been safe. La Prada could have been safe. I I, I would have put La Shiva as the bottom. Same. I I really don't know what the criteria of judging was here. This just felt all arbitrary and okay. Well, Laprada, you were next in line. Let's just make it work for us. And oh, we need these people to have a better track record for when we get to certain points. This yeah. just did not feel like a genuine week of judging. It very much felt like uh, we already planned what we were going to do this week, and it doesn't really matter what you do. Yeah. All right, well, the tops and bottoms return to the workroom and dive straight into the chat from the critiques because they're going to have some guests joining them in a bit. Lena shares that they said her performance was fun, but they wanted to see her deflect a little bit more. She'll take her chances. She says on one side, she can end up in the bottom. Lena Galore is the bottom. I mean, ended up in the bottom. Sorry, sorry. It's projecting here. 
Prada says she's afraid what Camille says is he didn't get her look, but she had a lot to do with what she wore is coming from Cara Bruni, especially for this runway. She says her guiding spirit and also the message she's giving them is what she would like. So this is a girl who's like, I have a plan for drag race and it's going to do this. And if you don't like it, I'm okay with it. Yeah. She will be asked, did she die? Meaning Carla Bruni by Silvana. <laughs> and you can tell that she is not hip with the kids as that bitch is very much alive. Yeah, right. Silvana apologized that she couldn't give her best in the challenge because of her third cheek. Well, enough of that. No more chat. Roll the tape. The contractually obligated appearance of Pagliazzi is here and she has a message for the queens like she watched the fucking challenge. She says she's speechless and impressed. Sure you are. Why is this here? What is the point? Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if Ross or Carson had to send in a random video each week? Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I Just guarantee you. Yeah, I guarantee you that she's supposed to appear in every episode in some way, shape, or form. And when she has a conflict of um, scheduling, this is what she has to do. These yeah. were all pl- like sent in in one sitting, like Rue does. That good old world of wonder. Knock them all out. Now, we got more friends. Veronica Andreas and his arms, oh my god, are about to walk in the workroom and listen. If I had a up close and personal interaction with this man, I mean, I might be weak in the knees and and fall over like like Silvana. Right. He's very handsome. He is. Now the hug between Veronica and Melissa was one of the most authentic moments we've ever seen on the show. That's why these guest judges are kind of important when they actually care about the queens. Yeah. Like that wasn't like, oh my god, thanks for coming. Oh my god, you're really <laughs> cool. No, no, that was a hug of like two people who genuinely like bonded and connection now with the hung sitting the shiva will tell him that she is an ex-student from paparini and she still remembers the choreography they did i say roll the tapes because i don't believe it i want to know this i when did she learn from the guest judge and why knowing what the show does and when there's a connection between contestant and judge there's always an interaction you always have them on stage for critiques why did they not do it for la shiva because they just don't, they don't know. They they do their own thing over there. You know this. She will tell Veronica Paparini that her choreography is amazing and finding her there is crazy. Lashiva will be then like, do you remember me? I've changed. Um, And that was a hardcore no. Um, Veronica will say, from the stars to the lights, you are still beautiful. No, she has no idea who she is. Huh. We're assuming that she probably did this as a boy, right? I assume so. Now, Sapario, who you all have to know is standing there awkwardly, will thank Veronica and Andreas for their words as she has been fighting her whole life with her body, even though she loved to dance. She has never stopped. She didn't study it professionally, but she would li- would have liked to. The passion still feeds her. I bet it does, looking like a disco ball again. Veronica will tell her that when she dances, she is so agile and says it's in her blood. And Sapario is like, can I have lessons? And in Veronica's head, she's like, you can't afford me. No. No, No, you cannot. No. Could you imagine if that was part of the prize package for the week? Free dance lessons! And Melissa's like, no, I don't need that. She's like, yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, the dancers are back uh, waiting the results. It is revealed that, oh, Melissa Bikini wins. Duh. Duh. 
And then here's where things get fishy. Sapatio and Silvana are safe, leaving Lena Galore and Laprada as the bottom two. No, right. no, just no. I no, no. Those two should have been the bottom. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you you're really telling me that the the runway has zero bearing on any results between uh, Silvana winning last week, Silvana being safe again. Um, could could you imagine someone like her on RuPaul's version? Like it would not, she wouldn't pass. I, it wouldn't I have work. no idea. The song is Up and Down by Billy Moore, who was a famous Italian drag queen and recording artist. This song actually reached number five in the Italian charts in 2000. Bam. It was fun. I'm telling you, this song is it. I loved it. It was very fun. You should perform it. I don't, I can't move that fast. We've you already learned perform this. It. Come on. You can, I you can't can. move that fast. We've already you, learned you this. You can do it. Come on. Come no. on. I I'm think only getting Prada... older. I'm not getting younger. <laughs> uh, you did hit 30, didn't you? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think Oprah is a nice person and the mustache was silly and was falling off and you couldn't see her fucking lips. That was my thing. Was I was like, you didn't at any point put this on and like practice moving your mouth and be like, oh, you can't see my mouth for the lip sync. And here's now- the other thing. Here, 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 Here's where it trips me up. Maybe she didn't know who Billy Moore was, but she is like, I'm putting on a mustache because it's a male voice, but it's a song by a drag queen. Listen, she had one, she had one gag, she had one little bit and she didn't use it the first episode. She said, Hey, I'm going to use it this time. Lena Galore. I didn't want to see you in this position, but we were given a gift seeing you perform. Yeah, it was what a dynamite performer. I'm sure she'd be fun to watch live. The kiss lip reveal on Lena's forehead was so minimal, but surprising as it was unexpected. Like, that's what I like in a reveal where you do not think that's coming. You thought she was taking her thing off because she needs to take it off. No, no. It was on purpose. It was purposeful. And obviously she had a lot more freedom with the headpiece off. Yeah. This was a really fun performance, but it was the Lena Galore show, and La Prada was just a casualty of war, yep. and that casualty of war came all thanks to the NYC 8 count. <laughs> did you catch Lena do that? I did, yes. I was like, not this the, the windmill, not the windmill. Oh, she hit it. She did it. In the end, La Prada is out. Lena Galore is here to stay. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, La Prada. I'm sorry that you were a victim of production. You can... You right. will forever be able to say that you were screwed by production and people can't fight you on that. So it's true. it really is true. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Hit Are me. you ready? Hit me. What is La Parada's legacy? Uh, she was there. She was pretty and she was robbed. She was there. She didn't know how to do makeup yet. And that happened. Marsha, 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 but Italian. Literally. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? I mean, Melissa. Yeah, absolutely. What a star. I think like, like they said, fine, Melissa, you can have this episode. You can do yeah. your thing perfectly. And I think on top of that, also coming off of three high weeks, I think it's not like the worst thing in the world for Lena to be able to get a chance to show that she's like, yeah, I can do all these things. And look, when I have to lip sync, I can lip sync and be very exactly. All right. It's time to get funny as the Queens give us a roast where apparently someone's going to die. 
Who will be out next for not being funny enough? I, Layla definitely seems like she's probably going to be. I think she I might mean, struggle with the. She can't do public speaking, so I can see yeah. her bombing. Mm-hmm. Um, on paper, theoretically, Silvana is going to do great. Um, That's what I'm worried Lisa, about. <laughs> mediocre, maybe. Lena should do great. Sapario, I would, I, I could see you're doing very well this week. Um, I can't believe we're going to have Sapario for another fucking week and probably lose Layla. Probably, yeah. Insane. And again, in the game of track records, if Layla was in the top this week, maybe a different conversation happens. Yeah. So, thanks, production. I know. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is... The the winner of all seven of all seven episodes. <laughs> what is Bikini? <laughs> Remember when we did this game for season one? We're like, oh my god, Farida Khan, Farida What? She loses? What? This not going to happen this time around. Well, right? at this point, it's so now it's just Layla Yarn. It's her season. <laughs> no, it, it like honestly, at this point in time, if it, if if uh, if we are sitting here at the finale discussing a victory by either Sapario or Silvana, um, I I, I give up. Listen, Melissa, come just on, come baby. through for us, girl. Please, please. All right, where can we find you on social media? Venmo, on any projects you want to plug? I've got Sauna everywhere, and no projects right now, just getting through the winter, surviving. Yeah, do you have to uh, hibernate soon? Yeah, it's getting too cold. We've hit those yeah. 40, 30 degree mornings. I'm already over it. So, yeah, me too. Well, Scout, this is fun. Can't wait to do it again next week. Get ready to be funny. Come on, roast. 